So I have a confession to make. I'm a philomath, <laughs> which is just a fancy way of saying that I am a lover of learning and studying. So it's not surprising that one of the biggest expenses in my business every year is self-education. Today, I'm going to give you a peek inside my education diet in 2022. So the real question is, how are portrait photographers like us able to run a profitable business and still put our families first without selling digital files for cheap and working all the time? I'm Sarah Petty, your host of the Worth Every Penny Joycast, and I went from a stressed out, overworked mama with three babies to being named one of America's most profitable photographers without working my kids' lives away. Each week, I'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket. Take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast. As a kid, I somewhat liked school. I more liked being with my friends and having something to do, but I wasn't the one who just was that massive student. I don't think I was the kid whose report card said talks too much every year. Does that surprise you? Probably not. But I have always loved to learn. And I don't think I realized it until I became an entrepreneur because I'm always looking for what do I need to know? How can I get better? How can I do this faster and easier? I took the StrengthsFinder assessment from the book StrengthsFinder, which is one of the top selling business books. If you haven't done it, I highly recommend it. And I looked at my top five strengths and my number one strength is learner. I just cannot learn enough. I'm just addicted to it, which is probably why I got my MBA years ago. This was before I had kids and why I taught college business classes because I missed having that class to go to because I loved learning business. It's funny because while I didn't love a lot of classes in school, like history and science classes, I did love learning certain things. <laughs> I loved art classes. I loved the creative classes, but I did also love math. And I didn't take any business classes in high school. They always offered a few, but it wasn't until I got to college and then getting my master's when I realized, oh my gosh, I really actually love this. And I'm pretty sure that's why I coach photographers now. So what I do is twofold. I run my portrait photography business, but then I coach boutique portrait photographers, right? I teach photographers how to make money. And when I say boutique, if you're new here, that means not giving it all away as a digital file, but it's it's selling beautiful artwork for people of their, their family, their kids, their pets, that kind of thing versus commercial business portraits, headshots, things like that. So I feel like doing that, I am on a constant high calorie diet of self-education and I find the best person I can to teach me what I need to know. And I figure out how to get that money and I invest in myself. It's so interesting because I feel like I am sort of like a science project and I'm trying to figure out how I work and how I can maximize the time I have here on earth. And so I never question anymore, should I invest this in myself or should I not? I just look at it and go, oh my gosh, that can help me. This is the best person teaching it. What's it cost? How can I make it happen? And I find a way. 
And I think that is such a great philosophy because I see so many people putting money in all these other places and putting themselves last and then expecting themselves to, you know, raise the kids and provide for the kids and have money for things. Yet they don't want to invest or they don't feel safe or comfortable investing in themselves to learn the things they need to learn. And I think formal education is great. I did it. But also that is a starting point. I think when you're looking to build a career that you love, you've got to find the person who's doing the thing that you love and invest in a better way to do it. Because someone before you has figured it out. They figured everything out, which is what makes it fun. I also believe that when we invest in ourselves, we see more value in ourselves. I know it's true for me. When I first started, I was so scared to charge anybody anything. And then as I started investing in myself, I started to feel like, hey, I have put so much blood, sweat, tears, and money into this business. I have to charge what I have to charge. I just got stronger about it and I got better skills. I learned how to persuade people and show them why they need this beautiful artwork. Shouldn't be yucky or pushy or salesy. And I know when my students are looking at, oh, investing in a program we have or whatever, they probably wonder, well, gosh, Sarah probably doesn't even invest that much in herself. And so I know sometimes people are wondering, what the heck does Sarah do and what is she learning? So I have broken it down to show you all of the places that I invest. And it's funny because people will ask me, well, what's your education budget? I don't have one. My personal rule is that if it can help me grow as a person or in my business, I make it a priority in my life to buy it. So let's just look at this year because I want you to see all the cool places where I'm getting education and how important it is to me. I had probably 10 or 11 trips of in-person learning this year. Each event was typically two days. There were one or two that were maybe three to five days, but most of them are two days. And look, this is so important for me because I'm always creating and curating content to bring to my students. If I'm going to bring them fresh new information, I have to be out there consuming 10 times as much because most of it I put through my filter and I think that's not appropriate. That's not right. And then I go, oh my gosh, this activity would be fantastic for my students or or maybe I apply it to a different part of my life, but I have to have this input. It is so important. It hasn't always been this way either. When my kids were younger, I'd maybe leave once or twice a year. The very first time I left home, it was so hard. I remember crying the whole way going to Chicago. It was in August of 2001. I'd had my twins in 2000, and this was the first time I'd left them. And I was opening my first studio a couple weeks later, and I was going to Imaging, the Professional Photographers of America's conference, and I was driving to Chicago crying the whole way. And I opened my studio, of course, a couple weeks later, which was two weeks before 9-11. Hence my passion to get people through not only a pandemic, but a, a pathetic economy right now. It can be done, guys. It really, really can be. But what's cool for me now is that I'm an almost empty nester. <laughs> I've got kids in and out of college and starting their careers, but it's a lot easier for me to leave town for education. It's harder in volleyball season because I still have one volleyball player left in college still playing volleyball, and she plays indoor in the fall and beach in the spring. And so I work my schedule around the tournaments, and I go to as many things as I can. But it's a lot easier for me to leave town for this education. 
I've also found that if I'm trying to learn something new, I learn best when I go and immerse myself for a couple of days at a time, if at all possible. Sometimes I'll test out a new coach. I'll, I'll invest in maybe a couple thousand dollar program to make sure I like their teaching style, that everything resonates with me, that I agree with what they're teaching and that I need it before I invest in in getting a hotel and traveling and going and doing. And it's funny because now my kids are you know in and out of college and I'm realizing how much I love to travel. If I'm home for a couple months, I get almost antsy of like, I need to learn something. I need to go somewhere. Where can I go? I, I put it out into the universe and then something... Uh, inevitably pops open <laughs> that I can go to, which I love. But what's cool about being an entrepreneur is I can build those things around my life. And I've had to say no to some really cool things because it's family first for me. So if there is an important volleyball tournament or something with any of my kids or my hubby or something in life here in my city that is more important, I have to say no sometimes. And that's okay right? We can't do everything all the time. And then when I get to do it, I will be all in on it. So while I travel several times a year, often several times a quarter (laughs) to learn, I'm also investing hours every week on at-home curriculum. Things that are study at home, whether it's a book or an audio, I'm buying so many things. I probably have 15 books sitting on my bookshelf. And some people might say, oh my gosh, Sarah, that would make me crazy. And it's weird how I don't get anxiety from it. It's sort of like, okay, I know when I need a moment of inspiration, I have these resources sitting here. And they're often on different topics, right? Whether it's on um, finding energy or a sales book or a marketing book or just an inspirational book, I know that they're there when I need them. And for me, nothing is worse than coming up needing something and not having a resource to go to. So I want to make sure that my bookshelves and my education area is always, always full. I also love audiobooks and I I listen to things on my way to and from home. I use it when I'm cleaning, when I'm doing laundry or um, working around the house. And we live in the country, so we stick farm. I know it's our fancy way of saying after the wind comes, we walk around the yard and we pick up sticks. (laughs) So when I'm stick farming, raking, doing things like that, I have earbuds in with education. It just, it makes me so happy. And sometimes I listen to the education and I think, oh my gosh, that was so meaty. I need to listen again when I'm sitting and I can take notes. I also have a standing treadmill desk. I have one at home and one at my studio so that I can walk slowly and learn. Um, For me, I don't know if you work this way, but I think as a creative, I have so many squirrels run around in my head and I'm so easily distracted that when I'm walking and moving, it helps me hyper-focus on what I want to learn. And so that's one of my favorite places to learn. All right, so let me share with you kind of my education diet and what I did this year. And I always say when it comes to coaches, pick a pony and ride it because I've had students over the years go, well, I'm also studying with so-and-so. And I go, well, so-and-so teaches the exact opposite of what I'm teaching. So you need to pick a pony and ride it. But what you'll notice is while I typically have more than one coach, they're coaching me on completely different things. I don't ever use coaches or rarely who are teaching me the same thing because it's so easy to get overwhelmed and especially with business, which is a world of gray, right? It's not black and white of like math. It adds up or it doesn't. There are so many ways to do it. And so I'm really careful to go with one mentor 
at a time. And my, my main mentor, I'll tell you about him. His name's Russell Brunson. Like, I hope I never leave him. I've been in his program for years. He has a, a high end mastermind. In other words, high ticket, right? Expensive, but it's worth every penny because I show up, I do the work and it's changed my life. But then there are other parts of my business that I need help in as well, as well as my life. So let me, let me kind of outline this for you. Again, I got five categories to share with you. The first one is photography. Photography. It's so funny. I am a photographer, guys. And sometimes people forget that. They're like, oh, you are a photographer too. Yeah, I still run a portrait photography business. So it's important for me to stay connected and, and in touch with this craft that I've built a life and a career around. And I need inspiration as well. So Several years ago, gosh, it's been over 10 years now that I got invited to a very, very cool group called Society of XXV. You can check out the website at societyofxxv.com and see just the, the massive amounts of talented people that I'm in this group with. It's 25 people. That's what XXV is. And they're top image makers around the country. And really, I was invited into this group because of my business and marketing background as well as, you know, I am a photographer, but I noticed when I joined this group, a lot of these really super talented photographers were so focused on their craft and not as much on the business side, which is really what I can bring to the group. But I love it. And what's cool about this community is that when you come in and you have to be voted in, it's kind of a big deal and rarely are there openings. But when I got in, they want to make sure that People have the money to invest because it is a social travel group as well. We meet all over the country and it's so cool. We've met in Cabo. We've gone to Dublin. We've done wine country in California. This year it was in Williamsburg, Virginia. And each year we have a host. The hosts have their studio there, Monica Sigmund and Michael Taylor, and they have a gorgeous studio. And they went all out for us, having every detail perfect from being able to go to Williamsburg area and photograph the, the characters dressed up in old time outfits, which was so amazing. And they had a beautiful dinner and cocktail party catered at their studio where, of course, Thomas Jefferson showed up, which was very fun. <laughs> Got to have dinner with such a famous political person who um, <laughs> maybe isn't as controversial as politicians today. So it's kind of good to stay out of the political realm there. So every year I'm doing that with my photography. Sometimes I go to the national conferences and I, I've spoken there many times, but now that I have my own event, it's a lot harder to get to. But practically every year I'm making XXV a priority so that I can stay around industry leaders and really just fill my photography cup. So that's amazing. The second place that I always invest is improving myself as a coach. I just, it's so frustrating when I watch coaches who go, and I mean sports coaches, right? They go to a school and they work there for 30 years and they never study with coaches who are ahead of them. They never hire coaches. They never work to get better. And I never want to be that kind of coach. I always want to be learning new things from mindset to skill set to toolkit. So I'm always investing in 
coaches. And so um, I worked with a coach this year who's in Australia, actually, and he's an amazing, amazing teacher. And so he really helped me improve my skills in my program on how to how to create a coaching program that students want to come to, want to be a part of, and just can't live without. That's how I'm able to stay in business, right? In my photography business, creating artwork that my clients can't live without, so they keep coming back, and then creating this coaching program. Because I knew someone else before me had figured this out. And while I've taken ideas from different places, I knew I wanted to hire the best and follow a system. And so that helped me tremendously. And then in my coaching program, I've actually hired a life coach who has been a student of mine for years. And she went through Brooke Castillo's life coaching program. And she life coaches our students. So when they have what we call head trash and they get stuck and they want more help with getting out of their own way and and minimizing their excuses and learning how to take personal responsibility and all of those things, Jill, our life coach, is there to help them. And so interesting, and I'll talk about her again in a minute, but I went to Brooke Castillo's life coaching conference. I really went for my daughters and I'll, I'll tell you about that, but I loved it. It was amazing to be poured into. And it's the soft skills, right? It's the soft skills and the, the thoughts we tell ourselves that that keep us stuck. And so it was really fun to learn a little deeper what Jill is teaching our students and coaching them on in our program. And then I wanted my daughters to have those tools as well. So I went to her conference, super duper cool. The third place I invested this year, which I am always investing, is my speaking skills, my presenting skills, my communication skills. This is where I invest the most and really invested in four different people here because I was looking for four specific different little things. Sometimes I get there and I think, ah, oh, it's not what I thought it was going to be and I move on. I get what I was supposed to get and I keep looking until I find that mentor. I don't tell myself a sob story of, oh, that was no good. Like I go, okay, this person is there for a reason. They're in my life for a reason. What am I meant to learn from them? Which is why I'm always looking for specific things. But one was um, on my presentation skills. Um, That was a five-figure investment, actually multiple five figures. Um, One was on helping my enrollment team working on their communication skills. That was multiple five figures. Um, I have three people on my enrollment team um, and four assistants who help them. So we have seven people who are doing that. And I'm always wanting to invest in my team, especially my enrollment team. They're the ones who serve our community, who are helping photographers know, hey, are any of our programs right for you? I have them available for people to talk to all the time. So I wanted them to improve their communication skills, learning how to talk to people better and how to help people better and how to know Um, what people need and help people get out of their own way. It's a really, really great skill to learn. Also in this category was my event team. We have an event team to run our event, which is Go Boutique Live every year. And this is our big annual boutique conference. And so this this group, they're called Sage. Oh my gosh, they do Tony Robbins events and they do all these big name events. And I knew I wanted the best and I knew it would be almost six figures, you guys, to hire them, but they've done it and they can help me structure the event and put it all together and just do better and be better. And so we've used them the last two years and it's been such a game changer because everything goes so smoothly and I'm able to focus on the content and not worrying about, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do an event. It's been really amazing. And then 
I even buy small classes, like a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. So I bought a program um, from someone to help me with my storytelling and my presentations. And um, I, I'm always looking for, oh gosh, I love this person. I may buy a course or, or like a private coaching program down the road when I've implemented everything that I learned. I'm big into buying something, implementing it, using it. Um, Or if it's a coaching program, getting coached, right? Using the coaching that comes with it. But I know for me, I'm super disciplined and I'm really good about doing home study courses. I know some people need to be held accountable more. For me, I just can't get through it fast enough. It's my number one strength. And so I have notebooks and I have an iPad. I have all these systems for getting the information into places so that I can can recall it when I need it. So again, all of these things, I, I take them and I implement them and I twist them and turn them and I make them my own and then I teach them to my students. And so I have to have all of this input. Fourth, but I probably should have put this first because so important to me, um, this is my investment in marketing, right? What's happening in the community, how to run my business better. And this is where my community is. This is the coaching program that I belong to, just like my students belong to my coaching program. And I joke with my mentor that I will like wrap myself around his leg if he ever changes. He did pause it during the pandemic for a bit and we were like in tears because we love it that much. And then he brought it back and we were literally the first ones to sign back up. We're like, give it to us. This is where we've made our best friends. This is where we're working with people who are are ahead of us and have businesses big than us. And we also help people who are coming up right behind us. Like we have so many supportive people in our life from this time. And it's Russell Brunson is my mentor and we joined his inner circle. Gosh, this is my family, my people, my, my female friends. I love working with the best. I've never been the person who's like, oh, I just want to work with female entrepreneurs. I want to be with the best. And right now as entrepreneurs, it's a majority men, but women are gosh, we're coming up and we are doing amazing things. And there are some powerful, powerful women because you have to be at a certain level even to be able to apply. And so I've been able to connect with these powerful women around the country and I just love them. I didn't even know I needed them until I had them. And now I never want to live my life without them. That's how important they are. And it's funny because we've sometimes never been to each other's places. We might not know each other's spouses, although over time that's changing. But I just, I I have people I can go to if I'm ever in a jam or, or have a problem. Through my mentor, I got to study with Dan Kennedy for a day. If anybody knows who Dan Kennedy is, you might Google him. He has a ton of marketing books out. He just was one of the founders of just great marketing principles in my lifetime. There were people obviously before him, but he just is brilliant and he, he's so fun to listen to. What makes him funny too is now and then he makes some inappropriate comments and uh, we always get a good little chuckle out of that, but really, really cool to get to hear him and spend a day with him. We went to my mentor's event. So like we have Go Boutique Live. He has a a five-day event packed with amazing speakers and all of our community is there. It's when we connect and we hang out and we stay up late and we share stories and we share our dreams and we share our failures and we cry together and we, we just do all the things together that you can only do with other entrepreneurs. And I just love it. He had another event in Mexico in March. So we were there for like five days masterminding 
I've spoken on several of these stages this year, sharing the things that we're doing that are crushing it to help other entrepreneurs. I shared how we do challenges a couple times a year and people were all over like, how are you doing it? How are you doing it? And I love being able to share what we're doing because we're leaders in the photography space, but we're even actually leaders in the online marketing space. So it's really cool to be able to help others. And whenever we need help, people are there for us. So it just is really, really cool. But five days in Mexico, oh, so beautiful and amazing food and just good friends. It was, it was really, really, really cool. One of my core values with Aaron who runs joy marketing with me is just, we love to do cool things with cool people. Why is that not okay? Why does there always have to be a reason? Now these are reasons. They're all business expenses. We get to write off all of this. So we don't pay taxes on any of these things that we would do for fun. So it's just fantastic. And then I just invested in, in another colleague who sold his business for millions. And he reached out to a bunch of us and said, hey, do you guys want to spend a day and I'll just share all the things I did? And so we, we threw money at him and we're like, absolutely. And we're all sharing. And it was, it was absolutely fantastic. So, um, you know, I'm always looking for ways to invest in my own marketing skills. Marketing is my jam. I eat, sleep and breathe it. Like literally there isn't a day that goes by that we're not talking about something marketing related because that's the name of the game, right? Marketing attracts leads and then sales helps people enroll in themselves. And so really it's just, it's like peanut butter and jelly. My two favorite things, Reese's, maybe it would be the Reese's, the chocolate and peanut butter over peanut butter and jelly. I, I think so. <laughs> okay. Fifth category is my children who are now adults. I probably shouldn't call them my children, but I think they're always going to be my children, but they're not kids anymore. My youngest is 19, almost 20, and my twins are 22. And I'm always looking for opportunities to grow them, help them find a potential career path, develop as humans, learn a new skill. Because I have a master's degree in business and I know how much they don't teach you in business school. And I think the kids of entrepreneurs have an advantage in the world. My dad was an entrepreneur and I think it gave me an advantage in the world, right? It allowed me to get through my head trash a lot faster than it helps other people. And I want my kids to even get through it faster because they have a perspective that is just different. And so I want them doing personal development. I always want them having a, a mindset of growth, that they can grow, that they can learn, that they can evolve and always go for their dreams. And now they're all starting their careers, finishing up college and finding what they're passionate about. And so I really want to foster any type of attitude of growth within them. And so two cool things I did with them that I got to take them to, oh my gosh, love it. So my mentor did an event this summer called Unlock the Secrets, and it was only for those of us in his high ticket programs. And he did it at no extra cost for our kids, basically. And, and some people had little kids, like it was 10 and up. Mine were on the older end, but they took notes. They geeked out the whole time. And that's when I knew, okay, they did send us home from the hospital with the right babies, but they were geeking out. They love, love, loved it. I also took my intern. So I've had an intern at the studio for a couple of years who is amazing. And she was going off to college. So I reached out and I said, can I bring her? And they're like, ah, just bring her. And so it was great for her to learn a lot of the advanced current marketing things, things they're not even teaching in college yet. And I've told my kids that, guys, the more you stick around what we're doing, they're not even teaching this stuff in college. So come and learn it. And so that was really cool to be able to do with them so that they see why I love this stuff so much. And then a couple weeks ago, 
I went with my girls to Brooke Castillo's conference. If you want to search her, she has the, a podcast called The Life Coach School. And her name is Brooke Castillo and her podcasts are excellent. But I wanted my girls to have this life coaching tool in their toolkit. They didn't do the certification program, although if they want to someday, I will support that. But they really learned the concept of changing your thoughts which you go through a whole process, which it's what changes your results, right? Because you change your thoughts, which changes your feelings, which then changes your actions, which then changes the results that you get. And so we did three days with her and it was just great getting to learn together, eat together, sleep in the same room. And we, we went for walks. It was out in beautiful Arizona and we just had such an amazing bonding time together. And so guys, this is what motivates me to make money. Um, to make a difference in the world, but also to be able to change young people's lives. And so I love looking for ways to take my family and my kids to different things. And they have been just amazing about going and learning and taking notes and being receptive. And it was just really, really fun. And so some of you might be thinking, holy moly, five categories and all of the categories had multiple things in it. You might be feeling overwhelmed, but you know what? I didn't start that way. I started with tears driving to Chicago for a two day conference or maybe it was three days, cried the whole way there because I was leaving my kids. And so I just started learning, right? I just started looking for people who could do what I wanted and needed help with doing faster because there's always someone who can help you get there faster. And does it cost money? Usually, yeah, right? And then what's cool about what we do is we make the money in our business to be able to write off and pay for more next year. So if you just make it a goal to do a little more each year, a little more each year, your life is going to be amazing. There's a famous quote by a man named William Burroughs. And he said, if you're not growing, you're dying. And I really believe that to be true for myself. And I think for you too. Look, I notice that when I'm in a rut, it's because I'm not learning and I'm not implementing something new. I'm not challenging myself or stretching myself to get better. And you wouldn't believe how many people just stay stuck in that place. But the fact that you're here, I know that you're meant for more. You are, you are. And listen, my rule is I rarely invest in new equipment unless it's a new MacBook computer because I run my life with my computer, but that's still every three to five years, I stretch it as long as I can. But the amount I invest in my gear is minimal compared to what I invest in education because I know that's what helps me serve my studio clients and my photography clients and students better right? Better. I'm always trying to reach more people and make a bigger difference in the world. And I want that for you too. And a bunch of new equipment that you maybe don't have the money for isn't where it's going to make the difference, right? It's investing in yourself. So as you plan for 2023, be sure to allocate the resources, both time and money to invest in yourself, to acquire the skills that can help you grow your photography business and show up in your life as your best self. Because look, we can always make more money, but I truly think growing who we are is the best way to serve more people and make more change in the world. So I hope you have a happy holiday and I look forward to seeing you in my life in 2023. It is your time to prioritize growth.
Let's do this together. Hey, photographer. I've been dying to share some pretty big news with you. And now I finally can. The only three-day event in the world for boutique photographers is back this coming February 28th, March 1st, and 2nd of 2023. It's three whole days of nothing you've ever experienced. Connection, learning, growing, and renewing your passion for your boutique photography business. And the best part? Go Boutique Live is happening online. So no plane ticket or hotel costs, no travel hassles, just you and me and a killer lineup of incredible speakers pouring into you and your business for three whole days. We will be interacting live, chatting, answering your questions and immersing you in all things boutique. Not to mention you get a big box of really cool boutique photographer swag too. Tickets are on sale now, but there are a very limited number of tickets available for the 2023 event. So grab your ticket now at GoBoutiqueLive.com. That's GoBoutiqueLive.com. And I can't wait to see you there.